G'day listeners and welcome back to another week of the Keeper Leagues AFLW podcast hosted by Hef and joined each week by Case. How are you going? Good, Hef. Yourself? Yeah, not too bad. Um, well, I'm not too bad. My AFLW team had a stinker on the weekend. You oh, absolutely yeah. smashed me. Uh, it was good to be on top. On Saturday, the, some of the results like after Saturday, I was like, yep, yeah, this is shaping up to be a good week. I'm going to have my biggest score ever. And then it just all went downhill on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll talk you through my weekend, I guess. So I had a score of 13.45, yep. which pushed my rank back to 24.24. Um, and the, really, the, it came down to having uh, Kiara Bowers captain who got mm-hmm. injured on 78. So that was the uh, the difference. How'd your team go? Uh, I scored 1477. So I've moved up to 1542 overall. Um yeah, look, obviously I had Ed Marinoff with the VC on there and yeah. I was trying to, you know, figure out ways to – I could have got her as my captain score. Yeah. But, um, you know, long story short, I was playing around with a few options. I was like – I was doing it on my phone too and I was like, oh, surely you can – in AFL Fantasy, like you can go in and, and edit. Like, No, not like you can on the classic. Yes, I yeah. know. So that kind of screwed me because I had a um, – the I would have been able to just do the Ruckman uh, – Ruck person, sorry, from, yeah. from Freeman and get her out, you know, sub in um, – Shoals to be on this field and it would have worked out perfectly, but obviously, no, that was not an option. So, it came down to a decision I had to make. Yeah. I had to decide whether um, I wanted to keep um, uh, Serene Watson in my side. Yep. And I could have kept her in and then gone with, you know, Marinoff as captain. Yep, user as a, yep. Or if I really wanted to bring in Priest. So, I made the decision that- What a Priest score, like a 65 or something. So, yeah. So, what happened was- um, I had Garner as captain because yep. she's my girl. So, basically, I was negative 53 points because of that. Yeah. And I would have had a red dot. But from the Priest-Watson trade, I uh, moved up 22 points. So, I was only 31 points behind from that move. Yeah. Plus, I kept it – well, plus my structure is a lot better now because I don't have to trade out Watson again this week. Okay. And obviously, I, think I made, a bit, and I made a bit of money. I made a bit of money. And I made a bit of money. I'm getting it. Yeah, with the green dot. So, like <laughs> – Yes, I was probably 31 points off what I could have scored this week, yeah. but I think because of that, my team will be in better shape for the last half of the season. Well, Marinoff is my star performer of the week. We always talk about a star performer. She mm-hmm. was mine of the week. I also had the VC on her, and I planned to uh, bring a red dot in, but mm-hmm. when I checked, all my trades were locked yeah. um, because I either traded out someone that had already played, was trading out, or someone that coming in had already played. Yeah. So, I couldn't do it. I had a team full of green dots, so I went with Bowers as captain, and yeah, got injured. So, that cost me 96 points uh, mm-hmm. in the end, so... Score should have been 96 points better. But uh, the main thing is uh, I did bring Garner in through my trades last week. So, my midfield is absolutely stacked at the moment, except Mm -hmm. we'll talk about Kiara Bowers in a second, but I'm going to have to make a trade in there Mm -hmm. uh, this week. But it was stacked for a week. I had pretty much every top player uh, in the midfield, which I think is the line that you need to go hard at. Yep. But, uh, yeah, it's not to be anymore. But we'll talk about my trades more later. Mm -hmm. Who was your worst performer of the week? Well, actually, I'm going to say no one because my worst score this week was a 60. Oh, really? So, I'm pretty stoked with that. Actually, um, I had a 30 was my worst, but I think everything else was okay. So, uh, I think it was Matty Prisparkas, um, which he had a 75. Um, Bree Dave had a 77. So, you know, for my for the midfielders, as I said, your strongest line. Yeah. You know, that's obviously a bit of a weakness. But, you know, like, 
I'm from trying to fix up my, you know, defense last week. Like, I'm really happy that a 60 was my, my yeah. worst score. I think Aaron Phillips was my worst with a 49, I think it was. Thought about trading her this week, but we'll talk about why I'm deciding to hold her later on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we'll get stuck into the show. We're not joined by uh, Checkers and the boys tonight just because they've got a few things on for grand final week preparation. But the men's, we don't care about the men's. We only care about the women's uh, game this week. Correct. This year. So, um, yeah, that's weird. they're all good. They're doing that. So, we'll talk about a few different things tonight. First thing I want to know, okay, is how's your mm. game day squad uh, team going? How's the scoring going in that? Yep. Any new cards lately? What's been happening on that front? Uh, so, game day squad, I was 13th overall last week in the, the girls. And 13th? Yeah. And Jeez, I think for the season, I'm sitting... Just outside the top 20, I'm 25th. They haven't given me my free packs this week yet. So oh, I think they come around Wednesday, don't they? Uh, sometimes they're really hot. Sometimes they're like there Monday morning, but yeah, it's all okay. right. So, I've got some free packs coming uh, this week for finishing 13th. Um, what did I score? I scored... You can even tell. Uh, it's 19-something. Anyway, uh, no, it's, I've, I've opened up a couple of packs lately that I've just kind of, you know, sold some AFL men's, you know, um, cards and stuff like that. Yeah. Haven't got any luck the last couple of packs I've opened, but um, look, I suppose, you know... <laughs> It's, it's interesting because for me, there seems like there's not like you can't get as many. There's not as many options of good scoring in, in the women's just yet with the, with yeah, the game it's very, squad. It's very spread out and mm. very inconsistent, I yep. think. But it's kind of leads to a good thing in the game itself, in the in the fantasy game itself, that everyone's team is pretty unique. Yes, Which correct. is very different to the classic uh, format. So, yeah, I'm just trying to actually have a look at my team. I'm trying to figure out the capture and I'm trying to figure out whether that the bike's handlebars in the Google capture is actually yeah. part of the square or not. Those capture <laughs> things are sneaky. <laughs> the house thing is very hard to decipher. Uh, what did I score on the week? Uh, I think it was 1,900 points. Ah, so you just 24th, so just yeah, outside. Yeah, it was 1976 in 13th spot there. Yeah, so. so not too far off each other. About the 70 points, so he beat me about 100 and something last in the classic game. But but anyway, uh, my squad didn't really change last week. Mm. Um, I had no ins, no outs, and no new cars because I didn't finish in the top 20. But midfield is going strong with that star-studded uh, pack there. Mm. Got Ebony Marinoff, a uh, silver in the... I like your kind of split a bit better because um, I've still got my um, platinum Georgie Prasparkas in there, who's yeah. obviously quite important to yeah, me and, and how she scores. But, uh, but I don't really have that many like silver or yeah. gold options to come in. Um, I need to sort out my defense, but I think that's uh, true for everyone. Uh, my defense is not too bad. I got a silver Stannett, Geordie Allen, Charlotte Thomas, and a gold Amy Smith, along with Daisy Darcy and Sarah Lampard. So... That's not too bad a makeup. I've got Marinoff, uh, Roy Bottom as, as bronzies in the midfield, along with the silver Maddie Prasparkas and a gold Emily Bates. I also got silver Alice Edmonds in the rack, and then uh, Laura Gardner, Sophie Conway, Kate Hall, Bonnie Toogood as bronzies with the silver Ella Roberts and a gold Neve Kelly. So yeah, not looking too bad. I won't go through my bad. whole team, but yeah, it's getting there. I just need to actually finish in the top twenty some weeks to actually get a free pack or start selling some of my men's cards so I can get some more packs there. Yeah, but anyway, we'll get uh, I'll get moving on that. But uh, yeah. Get around Gando Squad. They do actually sponsor this uh, AFLW show. Um, I haven't really spruced them too much this year. I'm always wearing the hat in the social media content. But, uh, yeah, for some reason, I just haven't been brought into it. It's good fun because it does kind of teach you about some of the, the players that don't always pop up you know, naturally yeah, in, the, in the AFL Women's Classic as yeah. well. So, you get to know a few more names and, you know, kind of like it is with your keeper legs or- Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, game day squad men like you know you get to 
you get to kind of appreciate a few different kind of players, which is cool. Definitely. All right. So we're going to do a bit of a, I guess, a, a, a mid-season. We're almost in the mid-season, but because mm-hmm. we're missing the other dudes, we've got a bit extra time. I want to just do a few check-ins with your side and just some th- your thoughts so far. Mm-hmm. First of all, though, I want to know what's your starting pick that you've been the happiest with so far. And, you know, Ebony Marinoff, everyone started with her. She's mm-hmm. been good. Try to think a bit outside yeah. the square. Um, someone's probably not as common or underpriced or unique or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, obviously, I started with Laura Gardner, so I think that's my big tick. Yeah. Um, you know, like, I think, um, and it probably didn't work out as well as I hoped with, you know, Alice Edmonds, but I think actually having um, Edmonds, Shoals, and was it Davies? Yeah, Flo or, Davies. You know, yeah. Flo Davies, like, um, they've kind of helped me generate a lot of money. So, yeah. I'm happy that I went with those kind of that three right set up at the start. I think they're my, my two ticks. My best one so far that I've been pretty happy with um, is probably Tiana Smith. Mm-hmm. Like, there's not a lot of highlights in my team, um, but starting with Tiana Smith and especially holding her after that first week and not trading her out, mm-hmm. um, really starting to come to fruition in that St. Kilda midfield. Um they're more of a kind of defensive midfield. I think they're a difficult one to score against more so than putting up huge scores themselves. But she's having a breakout season um, after being injured last year. I think she had a 50-point half on the weekend. I think mm-hmm. I checked the half time. And she tapered in the second half. But just good signs that that scoring is capable for her. And as she matures and builds, she'll get better. Yeah. And look, there was um, I watched that Saints-Collingwood uh, game too. Like They came back. They looked dead in the water. Um, yeah. And so they're showing a bit. So I think they're kind of slowly building into this year too, which could only be good for, for Smith. Yeah. Apart from that, there's not really many... I've started like in my st- 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 still on my team mm. that I started with that I haven't traded in but we'll talk about my trades for the week uh, later on can I ask one question yeah. seeing as we're going to the point is there, a, is there a turning point or like a sliding doors moment thus far where you know where it's kind of been going alright and it's turned bad or it was not going that great and you've kind of you know got a bit lucky somewhere um, probably turning Katie, uh, sorry, probably turning um, Paxi Paxman into Nina Morrison earlier mm-hmm. in the year, I think is what I did. Or did I change it to Gardner? But either either or those two forwards have been good. So mm-hmm. what seemed like a disaster, Paxi Paxman getting injured earlier, I've actually been able to turn uh, that into a decent scorer there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, Christy Stratton as well has been a pretty handy one for me in my forward line, given that she's playing a lot of midfield mm-hmm. at Hawthorne as well and started to build. Um, but yeah, team value is something I'm trying to uh, actually get up in uh, the competition, uh, sorry, in my side. So, yeah, I'm actually just trying to find out where to actually check your team value at the moment. I can't actually see that on there. But, um, yeah, that's something I'm trying to trying to build at the moment. I think if you go to rankings, you, go to rankings, yeah, so. you can actually find your team. So, my team value is at 18.5 million, 5.3 million. What's yours at the moment? Uh, 18.18 million. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, a few players like that is probably something I've focused on a little bit more mm-hmm. at the start, trying to get some players that are coming in that are actually going to build me some some cash. Yeah. I was uh, thinking about this before, like, um, and obviously with Bowers injured, you know, like, I couldn't get her in a couple of weeks ago because I didn't have enough money, brought in Ghana, and yeah. like, you know, two weeks two weeks ago, that was like, oh man, I've missed out on the best scorer. You've been blessed All of a sudden, it's just completely flipped, you know, yeah. she's injured and uh, Ghana's the best player in the league. Ghana's absolutely popping and I'm glad I got her in last week with my trades, but yeah, had to sell the farm to get her. Um, all right, so we'll, we'll talk about the Kiara Bowers injury, I guess. So, mm-hmm. I just need, I want, well, I was actually going to ask what I should do if she was injured or if she wasn't injured, but it's we've confirmed. been confirmed that she is injured now. So, it's obviously pretty, um, pretty obvious I'm, I have to trade. Mm-hmm. Would you play Tiana Smith on field to replace her? Because that's my thoughts at the moment. What's she averaging, Tiana Smith? Uh, the first week, week throws it out, yep. but she's averaging 68. Mm-hmm. And she's gone 29 the first week, 77, 93, and 74. reason why I ask is 
probably because it lets me bring in the two best defenders or two of the best defenders, yep. which I kind of need to fix up if mm-hmm. I do that. Yeah. Uh, I'd probably give it a go. Like, right. I think you've got, at the moment, you've got nothing to lose. Like, yeah, it's exactly. not like you're holding on to something. You've got to maybe do a bit, something a bit risky. Yeah. So, um, and how are the dogs to score against, by the way? Uh, well, depends uh, in what line we are talking about. But in the midfield is there... One of the easiest. Oh no, sorry. Then they're one of the easiest, one of the easier teams. I think top five easiest okay. teams to score against. So. so it might be worth the punt because I think, as I did last week with my uh, back line, like coming in and strengthening that lineup just makes you know lifts that lifts that floor. Yeah. You know, a week ago, like my worst score would have been a forty or a thirty something, and yeah, you know, for it to be only a sixty this week has definitely helped. I think I'm just not confident with them scoring well. Each week, but mm. anyway, we'll talk about who I'm bringing in my plans. It's that later, mental thing though with the women's game where like a seven is great. Like, oh, I know it you is, know, and I think that's like yeah, where yeah. you've got you still. It's really hard to kind of flick that switch from going to the men's to the women's. Yeah, I, I just know. Like I saw, I like, used um, Priest as an example last week because she was someone I've been eyeing off mm-hmm. for weeks, and then the week you jump in, it, she scores a sixty-five. Yeah. But I'm sure she would come back. But yeah. yeah, it's just annoying like that. Anyway, let's talk about the uh, top five performers of the week. We'll start off with Ebony Marinoff, none other than mm. hundred and seventy-four points. Wow, uh, forty disposals, thirty-six of those kicks. So we know we get an extra point than handballs mm-hmm. for kicks so she's only had four handballs in that eight marks which I think is big for a women's yeah. game because it tends to be tackle numbers is what they build up a little mm-hmm. bit more um, and then she's had eight tackles there so that was also the second highest score in history case were you aware of that I was not yeah so I think the only bigger one was Kiara Bowers but I think last 184 in the last game of last year so yeah she's just an absolute gun if you had to put the captain on either Marinoff or Garner this mm-hmm. week who are you putting it on good question when are they playing I'm not really mm, sure. So, Crows are the last game against the Suns. Yeah. That's a, Suns are a hard matchup. For and North are playing the Giants. The Giants are an easy matchup. game on Sunday. Yeah. So, I'm probably going to have to go. Yeah. I reckon Garner is now just the lock and load captain. She's just safe. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but not that Marinoff is safe because I was looking at it before. Her lowest score this year is 112 and her top score yeah. is 174. It's nuts. Yeah. Uh, what's what's Garner's out of interest? So, she her lowest score is 120. Yeah. High score is 156. So, she's I almost f- like that safer like- you know, minimum one. You know, minimum one twenty is nuts. Yeah, hundred percent. Uh either or, you can't really go wrong. But uh, Garner yeah. just looks so like in control and polished and like yeah. un unfazed out on the field. She's um yeah, she's a star. I think you can't go wrong with either. So it doesn't matter. Correct. Um, we move on to Bonnie Toogood though. One of your bomber girls mm-hmm. uh, had one hundred twenty six points. Um, you might say she was too good in this game. Was she? No, it's just a joke. Oh, I know. Point I, know. Uh, I wonder if anyone's ever made that uh, joke Hester's before. really working in his comedy anyway. in this. Uh, <laughs> um, but a good kind of or taller forwards game. Mm-hmm. Only the two goals, but had the 21 disposals to go with it. 17 of those kicks. So we love that ratio. Yep. Five marks. The nine tackles in the forward line. She was instrumental in that win. She's so. been great. Yeah. So. I'm so bored at how my bombers are going lately. It's great. Yeah. I'm, do you think Tugood's a forward that... Yeah, I think she is one of the top five uh, performers at the moment. Yeah, she Easily. is up there. So yep. she's the second best former. So de- she's definitely someone you'd be targeting mm-hmm. if you don't have her in your forward line yet. It's funny because like key forwards in the like men's game, women's game, you probably mm. a bit more about them. So mm. especially if they're kicking snags and getting that many kicks in a game. Uh, Jasmine Garner, obviously 121 points. We talked about her, but yeah, I think she's probably going to be most people's captain option from now on. Um, Grace Egan from Richmond. So mm. being an absolute novice to this game, mm-hmm. it's a player I haven't really uh, come across too often, mm-hmm. uh, but 112 points she scored and she probably just doesn't get the recognition, recognition with Conti probably being their number one yep. midfielder in in there but she's their number two and hasn't been getting as many CBAs in the last few weeks but 
the, what I watched of this game, she was always just in and under around the contest. So seems to work her way in the game from wherever she starts. Um, had 28 disposals and the 10 tackles in this game. So, yeah, she's another one that played pretty well on the weekend. I don't think she makes the top five mids at a line, would you think? No, look, you know, that was a bit of a, a score out the, so far. Out the hat yeah. so far. She's kind of had those 60s prior, but she's still only playing low tog. And at 23, she might kind of be one to look for in the future or, um, you know, heading into next year maybe. And uh, your girl, Brittany Benici, mm-hmm. uh, had 111 points. Um, she's just quietly going about her business this yeah. season. She's been going pretty well, but yeah. 22 disposals, 18 kicks, four handballs, two marks and 11 tackles. Another good game from her. Um, we will move into some of the underpriced scorers for the week. So this is the uh, the best points per price, points mm-hmm. per dollar players. Yeah, because yep. I don't know any other way to properly analyze these players. But um, Elizabeth George Gustathus is that how you say it? George Gustathus. I was so glad that you said ninety two points. It didn't make she was say priced that. at five seventy last week. I think she has gone up. Um, a little bit this week, yeah, it's up to 700k. So she's probably not one of the cheap ones anymore. Um, this is a bit hindsight, but she's listed as a midfielder and she's playing in defense this season. So she hasn't actually listed a CBA this year. She might be getting a few kick ins too, as well. I might have to just double check that. But I think the switch to defense just might be starting to click for her. Mm-hmm. And the dogs actually put up whip competitive this week. So I think that obviously helped as well. So um, Elizabeth was a lot better this week. Um, the other dog that scored pretty well was uh, Diana Berry. Um, she had uh, 92 points. She had the biggest increase in CBAs this week. So, yeah. that could be a turning point for her and she is listed as a forward as well. So, I think, again, her price is probably skyrocketed. She's only gone up to seven, uh, 708, so it's not too bad. But just keep an eye on it because it's a time is now to jump if you think that midfield kind of role is going to continue yep. as well. Um, Eloise Jones at the Crows had 87 points, kicked four goals. She's listed as oh, she's listed as a forward, but she can play in the midfield a bit too. The AFL app had her listed as injured, though, so I'm not really sure what happened there. So I think it was late in the game if she did get injured, sure, but it yeah. could just be one of those AFL app gl- uh, glitches as well because I didn't see this game. Um, just a couple others. Chloe Dalton from GWS had 75 points. Another midfielder playing in defence at the moment. So this seems to be a bit of a transition for some of these players as well. Do you know Chloe Dalton's played three codes like mm. professionally? So no. AFLW, I think it was basketball and rugby sevens. Wow. So a bit of an athlete there. Um, she was injured last year as well. That's why she's so cheap. Um, I think her price is actually still... Uh, she's 590. Yeah, still kind of low. So it's probably someone you could target if you think that's going to continue. We, and we, I'll touch on this later. We'll touch on this later. But she one is if you do need a kind of cheap mid or something just as a bit of a, a cash cow, she might be one because the Giants have a good run coming up. They do actually. Um, and the last one is uh, Joanne Craig. Um, she had 61 points, but she had a bit of a boost when Bowers came off. Um, got a few more CBAs uh, this uh, this game. It's actually the first time she actually went into the centre bounces uh, this season. So she's one to watch with Bowers potentially out injured. She could make a move there. Mm-hmm. It'd be a bit of a punt, but it's the type of thing you need to jump on now if you actually want to get a bit of a price rise out of her. Yep. So if you think you see that happening, then that could be um, yeah one thing to look at. All right, guys. Um, Probably did some of my finest work today, looking for extra things to talk about in the show. I put the challenge out to you and you (laughs) have duly delivered. So, um, we were talking about uh, looking at um, 
uh, scores against opposition, um, who are the teams that are easiest to score against. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was having a look at that, and I've gone one better, and I've, I've worked it out by position, and I've also looked up the uh, the runs that they've got. And I've given every t- kind of team a rating, whether they're um, very easy, easy, hard, or very hard mm-hmm. to play against in terms of scoring. And then I've looked at the teams that have had the, the best runs there. So... Um, the first uh, team, uh, let's start off with defenders. Sydney have the easiest run home for defenders. So they're coming against Carlton, who are considered easy. Port Adelaide, very easy. Hawthorne, easy. Western Bulldogs, easy. Collingwood, very easy. And Fremantle, very easy. So I know they're probably a, a lesser team and they're not scoring as well, but that's a good mm-hmm. thing for defenders as well because actually like a lot of the ball, it's kind of like... In AFL men's, it's not always the defenders that get pumped each week that are the best scorers. Like sometimes the best ones are on the best teams, and they set up the players across the halfback. Yeah. But in AFLW, it does seem to be a little bit more reflective that the the lower teams, the defenders get a bit more. So mm-hmm. there's not a heap of recognised defenders in Sydney's backline, but for maybe some of the cheaper ones that have been playing, it might be a good opportunity to just kind of stash one on your bench or something like that or downgrade. Yeah. Um, who is the best average at the moment? Ella Heads yeah. there. Lucy McAvoy might be one because she's dropped, what, 102K in value. So, yeah. like, you know, obviously rated well yeah. um, and just maybe needs a bit of, you know. That's true. Yeah, she a, might bounce a back a with a bit of an easy run. Yeah. Um, Richmond have the second easiest run on the way home and also Geelong have another easy run uh, for defenders. They do have Melbourne uh, this week, which, which is a pretty hard matchup. Mm-hmm. But uh, after that, they've got a very easy run home. Hopefully that's good for either Sheeran, who's in my side. Yeah, so the, yeah, Richmond, mm-hmm. yeah, there. Um, for the midfielders, uh, Western Bulldogs, so a lot of the – I feel like a lot of the the lesser teams have played the hard teams already. Yeah. Yep. So uh, the the midfielders that have, the midfielders teams that have the uh, best run homes are Western Bulldogs, Sydney, and GWS. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of players you'd target from that. Um, I guess the only the only one that probably st- comes to mind for I guess Sydney, um, if you were to get someone like maybe Chloe Malloy, yep. um, who's listed as a forward but playing in the midfield, mm-hmm. could be a decent run. But then Lauren Gardner, um, you should – sorry, Laura. Is it Laura? Laura. Laura Gardner, sorry. Yep. Should have um, a good run home Big as time. well playing for Sydney. So could be a captain option later in the year. And, yeah, some of those um, – like Deanna Berry, if you think like she's someone you want to jump on as a bit of a sideways downgrade option, like if she's jumping into the midfield, she's got a pretty easy run home as well. So she might put up some better scores and improve, improve her average from now on mm-hmm. as well. Um Looking at the rucks, Melbourne GWS and Western Bulldogs have a, a decent run home, which is kind of interesting because like, I think if you wanted to actually get a leg up on the competition, like say someone like me who's wallowing at the back a bit, mm-hmm. if I was to move someone like Matilda Scholes onto Alice Edmonds, for example, mm-hmm. that could be a real boost um, mm-hmm. on, the, on the run home, um, especially where she's got you know, two very easy options in a row, then an easy one, then two very easies again, and then only plays North Melbourne at the end, which is a, a hard matchup for Rucks. Yeah. But that could be somewhere you get a point of difference. Like GWS is another easy team. I don't think you'd bring Fleur Davies under the field at all. But Lauren Pierce for Melbourne is someone who could get going from here, yep. um, given she's got an easy run home as well. And that kind of touches on what you said before, that, you know, you can get away with having a really unique team, I think, in AFL Fantasy, because there's so many variables yeah. in the women's side of things as 100%. opposed to the men. So, yeah. you know, throw caution to the wind and you might get lucky. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, on to the forwards. Um, the best options for forwards are St Kilda forward. 
forwards. Um, so they've got Western Bulldogs, Hawthorne, GWS, Fremantle, um, Brisbane Lions, and Carlton. So I think Fremantle are the hard one to score against at the moment, which is strange. But uh, yeah, so that's the only uh, hard one there. Um, but then they've got uh, Port Adelaide. Um, sorry, Port Adelaide has got an easy run home. So that's probably someone like good for someone like Aaron Phillips mm-hmm. as well. Like I know she's playing midfield as well, which her, the run isn't as good for midfielders. Um, but they've got some easy matchups for when she does go forward. I think there's she's got four of the easiest team for fours to play against coming mm-hmm. up with two hard matchups in there. Um, and then Hawthorne also have um, a pretty good run from here as well. So that's probably good for my girl, Chrissy Stratton. So like Aaron Phillips, as I mentioned earlier in the show, she was someone I considered trading this week. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm going to let her hang around just given that she's got West Coast coming up. Um, she'll have a couple hard weeks, but she should finish the season pretty strongly. So nice. if she can get one good score against, um, you know, North Melbourne or Sydney or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, she should go as well. Actually, Gold Coast are also very hard to score against. But yeah, the last two games for her are easy. So anyway, yeah, that's uh, some of the easier runs home there for players. I might update that each week and have a look at it and see if yeah, it actually sure. pans out. All right. On to everyone's favorite case, captains. Hef. Yes. How many did you nail last week? Oh, I didn't actually go. That's one thing I meant to uh, do before the show was actually go through and have a look. I'll quickly open it now, but I've got a feeling it was a stinker from me. So let's just scroll down a little bit. Sorry. Kiara Bowers. Obviously, was, yeah, no good. Georgia Sparkus uh, was my second. She had, she turned up, I think, 100 on the dot or round about. I've got her my team here, so I should know. She had 100 on the dot, yep. Mm-hmm. Um, Ed Marinoff uh, was up there as well. She was third. Charlie Rowbottom has fallen off a little bit since um, she had 106 on the weekend. Yeah, 106 is fine, just not going to those lofty heights as she was earlier. And Laura Gardner had one of her quieter games. I think she was in the 90s this week. 93. Yeah, so not awful. I did have Marinoff in the top score of the week as my third best option. But I told you last week that if Gardner has a good score again, it's going to flip the projections because a three-round average comes up, mm-hmm. all that sort of stuff. So um, She's yeah, in. She's definitely number, number one this one. week. So the projections are probably heading in the right direction. What I have noticed is the projections are coming down a little bit, but mm-hmm. you kind of noticed that last week. that this Yeah, last couple of weeks, there haven't been as many, hundred many plus hundreds. Scores. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, the projections are coming down a bit, but Gardner's still on top of that. But she's actually tied with Marinoff there, equal uh, number one. Um, on the list there. So, Ghana, Marinoff, you can't really go wrong, I don't think. And no. you might be costing yourself maybe 10, 20 points at maximum between the two of them. So, as long as you've got one of those two captains, uh, you're going to be happy. Um, I'm bringing Charlie Rowbottom back into the frame coming against an Adelaide. Adelaide actually surprisingly been a bit easier for midfielders to score against mm-hmm. um, I guess because they just do so much attacking themselves it leaves the other midfielders um, a little bit open and there's no super defensive players in there really so um, yeah Charlie Rowbottom someone I back in as well her last uh, three averages still at 110 and so she, I think you said she had 109 on the weekend 106 on the weekend six. So, still yeah. very very um, um, consistent uh, the next one is Ash Riddle comes up against GWS so GWS have been uh, good for midfielders so obviously Garner's probably going to dominate in there but generally when they come up against an easy matchup like they did against I think Carlton the other week they mm-hmm. both went big yeah. um, so you expect Ash Riddle to do the same thing there she also had I'm not sure where they're playing this week it says ASO I'm not even sure what that translates to but um, she had 151 the last time she played there as well wow. so yeah decent score there um, and Brittany Benici I've got as my last player to round it off with it's Arden Street Arden Street of course mm. yeah North Melbourne's home ground so mm. 
Yeah. Um, Brittany Benici is the last one. Um, they are, it says AIA Centre there, but I think that's been moved to yeah, Punt, Punt Road. Road so it yeah. um, doesn't matter because uh, the projections don't, don't have a score for that anyway. Um, but yeah, they're the top five. So this week we've got in the top five captain options for AFLW Fantasy, Jasmine Garner, Ebony Marinoff, Charlie Rowbottom, Ash Riddle, and Brittany Benici. Trade plans, guys. What are you doing? Rightio. So, I am trading out Brie Davey. Um, she's done her job. She made me some cash, but I think she's done her dash. Her, her scores are dropped off after that first week. Uh, also trading out Lily Postlesweight. Once again, did her job, but watching, um, you know, her game on the weekend, very much, you know, forward Based, so she finally you know, put up a half decent score. Put up a decent she? score, yeah. so I was happy that she you came might in miss there, that cash rise a little bit. But I think it's time to to move her on. If you've got nothing else, yeah. Um, and uh, Alana G, who's just been um, kind of a little bit disappointing as my mid backup. Um, she kind of got her best score of the the week again, but um, she's never going to feature in my squad. So I'm going to bring in as my cheap mid to replace G is uh, Syme from uh, Port Adelaide. So she's gone six. 25 and 42 so um, she's sitting at 300 so she's due for a rise, rise yeah. yeah she's going to go up this week plus they're playing the Eagles which is great um, yep. you know uh, easy team to play against especially for midfields yeah yep uh, I'm bringing in Zali Goldsworthy into my forward line um so she's averaging 84 in her last three. And guess what? She has not come off the ground once this year. Love that. Uh, so she's a, she's a forward um, from GWS. And I'm also bringing in Elise Parker, who has been a bit disappointing as a primo, but has had tough games against the D's and Crows uh, and the Giants that we've talked about have a charmed run home. So that's why I've targeted Goldsworthy and Parker um, with, you know, Eagles, Saints, Blues, Ports, um, and, you know, Port to come. So I think that uh, I'm going to kind of target a few GWS players to come in and that's why I brought in Parker and Goldsworthy. All right. So with the news that Kiara Bowers is injured, I'm going to bring in Joanna Craig and hope that she kind of picks up some of those midfield minutes. Mm -hmm. uh, she's a 500k midfielder. Just going to have her on my bench um, because I'm going to bring Tiana Smith onto the field to cover Bowers. And with the money I make from Bowers, which has already been a bit of a loss really, I think I've lost about 300k on her. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm going to take out Harriet Cordner, who's I think another defender has come back, I've heard, and then it's caused her to play more lockdown. Yep. Um, so her scoring's dropped off. I'm bringing Bringing Angelique Stannett uh, into my yep. back line, she is a very fun player to watch. Um, Super very, consistent yeah, too. very lively. I got her in my one of my first game day squad packs, yeah. actually, and this is the point where like, I had no idea who these kind of players were, but mm. she has like, I've just chucked her on my bench week one and she's been awesome. Uh, sorry, chucked her on my field week one yep. and she's been awesome since, so she's becoming yep. one of my favourites as well. Sweet. And then I'm going to move Sarah Goodwin on to get Hannah Priest in mm -hmm. as well this week because she's playing a lot of midfield time. Heaps of midfield as time. Well. Had a very quiet first quarter, but then came good. Came back, yeah. yeah. Cool. And she's the captain as well, so she'll yeah. be, yeah, she'll be a gun and pretty reliable going forward. So hopefully now that I've patched up my uh, back line, I've got that gun midfield uh, going on. Town of Smith doing a job for me until I kind of find a replacement there. Hopefully I can get back on the uh, on the winner's list this week. Anyways, Case, I think that's about it for this episode. Uh, thanks for listening. We managed to get to the half hour mark without the other boys, so did pretty well there. We're just an absolute fount of knowledge. The dream team. That's what we are. Correct. Anyways, we'll uh, talk to you next week. Thanks for tuning in. And yeah, see you soon. Good luck, guys.